Good morning, everybody. My name is Barry Schwartz, and this is the Search Buzz Video Recap. Today is Friday, June 11th, and this is the search news we covered over the Search Engine Roundtable, seroundtable.com, over the past week. First up, lot to discuss, a lot. One is the Google June 2021 core update has touched down. I'll get into more on that a little bit later. Uh, we may have seen a local search ranking update on this past Tuesday or so, or maybe sprinkled out. Maybe it was related to the core update. I'm not sure. Uh, Google announced yesterday via the New York Times and then wrote their own blog post, which I'm calling the uh, new algorithm update, which has been out for several months. Uh, but Google continues to work on it, and I'm calling it the Google Predator algorithms. Um, and Moz was acquired this week by, or last Friday, by iContact, plus a lot more. So stay tuned. Of course, I'd like to thank our sponsor this week, SEMrush. Check them out. They do amazing, amazing tool sets for SEOs. So check them out. To start, let me just say that if you were on vacation for the past month, sleeping or whatever, busy with a client or something like that, uh, we do have um, our monthly Google Webmaster report. So if you're in the SEO business, it's SEO game, um, and you want to catch up on everything that happened last month, the last 30 days in Google, uh, Google Webmaster related, Google SEO related, uh, check it out. It's the Google, June 2021 Google Webmaster report. I post it on June 7th, so tech, check it out. And you can catch up pretty quickly over there. So starting on, I think around Saturday night Eastern time through Sunday, et cetera, around that time, Saturday, Sunday, even into Monday, SEOs began to notice the true impact of this Google June 2021 core update. Now, initially when it launched, which was on a Tuesday, June uh, 2nd, um, we didn't really see anything. We didn't see anything on the 3rd. Um, we didn't really see any so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, not even Friday. So a few days went by where Google didn't really show us show us the teeth of this algorithm update. Now, Google said it didn't start really rolling out until June 2nd, to that Tuesday, I believe, at around 6.30 p.m. So fine, give them a day to, usually you see something within 24 hours, definitely within 48 hours, but we didn't really see anything. Now, SEMrush, um, they saw something almost right away within 24 hours, but the other tool sets really did not. Um, and maybe they were part of the data center, maybe they were caught in the data center. Google has multiple servers around the world, data centers, um, and sometimes these data centers get updated with these new updates sooner than other ones. So maybe they were part of that data center, and that's why they picked it up. I guess luck, whatever. But most SEOs didn't really notice anything until Saturday, Sunday, and yes, this thing did have teeth. Um, I wrote a post at Search Engine Land, um, going through all the data providers. I, went, I wrote a post at Search Engine Roundtable on, on Monday, going through all the people who say, wow, I really do see this now. It's still, it's happening. Um, some sites, again, lost significant traffic. Some sites gained significant traffic. Um, so you definitely want to take a look at it. it. Within the next few days or so, it should be done rolling out, I guess by next Tuesday, Wednesday. It should be 100% roll, done rolling out. And then we'll see a Core Web Vitals update, um, a page experience update, which probably won't have much of an impact. Um, so if you want to see how people were impacted, I have a big post with lots of quotes and different uh, charts and so forth. I posted this on June 7th at seroundtable.com, so definitely take a look at that. I hope you guys fared well with this update. Now, um, sites that were hit by the product reviews update, a mini core update for product reviews websites, um, may have been impacted by this core update as well. We all know that. They're kind of similar algorithms. They're both core, somewhat core related, but one focuses on the niche of product reviews. Um, and Glenn Gabe asked uh, Danny Sullivan um, that... I want to confirm that wasn't, there was no specific product reviews update that what if a product review site saw traffic changes um, at June 20th, actually June 2021 core update, um, is it related to the product reviews update or a possible product reviews update or is it related to the core update? And Danny Sullivan said, um, 
changes you're seeing around the core update are almost certainly related to the core update, not to the product reviews update. So just keep that in mind. Product, a lot of product review sites were hit by this core update, and that makes sense, but there was no other product reviews update rolled out around the same time. I'm noticing um, a lot of chatter as well as uh, Bright Locals tool around a Google local update. Um, it seemed like there was some fluctuations prior to the Tuesday, June 8th, uh, but it looks like there was an update, a bigger update on June 8th, um, and then maybe a little bit more. Now it seems to calm down. Um, so there is some chatter around the local results, Google Map results, Google Local Pack, um, where there was an update there too. Maybe it was correlated, I'm not sure. It wasn't on the same dates, so it was kind of separate. So who knows? All right, let's talk a little bit about this Google Predator update. Uh, New York Times released an article saying they went ahead and uh, are to be credited for Google working on a new algorithm where they go ahead and remove and downgrade and demote um, websites that are predatorial or, or exploitative of people. So if you do a search for somebody's name and up comes a website that has um, slanderous, libel content about that person and that website charges you to remove that piece of content. So somebody wrote something really bad about me and it wasn't true or whatever. Um, and I went to that website to remove it and they said, we can remove it, but you gotta pay us X amount of dollars. Google said their algorithm, this predator algorithm, what do you wanna call it, will go ahead and act to demote that website, to not rank it as well or to completely remove it from the search results. Not then they could remove it, but basically. And Google basically said, um, this is an algorithm they've been working on for years. Now, if you took, take a look at some of these sites that are in that category of, you know, like ripoff report and so forth. Yeah, Google has been over the years reducing that site's ranking over the years because they're just scam, scam sites. Um, and now it seems like Google's been upping that ante because a lot of new websites have come up and they're kind of getting around this method. So yeah, Google is um, using their algorithms to demote those types of websites that are trying to exploit people uh, around slanderous, libel content. And I'm calling it the Google Predator algorithms and they target basically exploitative and slanderous libel-based content where you have to pay a fee to remove that content. Keep that in mind. It's pretty interesting that Google would come out with that. Um, John Mueller was asked about having multiple links to the same page. So you have page A, and that links, there's multiple links on that page, but some of those links, let's say two of the links on the page, link to the same destination URL. So it's linking to yahoo.com and yahoo.com twice on the same page. The first link has anchor text yahoo, and the second link has anchor text old powerhouse website. Which one will Google count? And John Mueller was asked this question now, and Matt Cutts was asked this question like, I think like several years ago in 2008 or something like that. Um, and John, uh, Matt Cutts basically said, usually it's the first anchor text, not always, but usually the first anchor text is counted. Um, and John Mueller said it doesn't really work that way anymore. It, Usually is the first one, could be the first one, but it really depends on the context and so forth. Google's smarter than that. Um, so definitely take a look at that. Um, it usually comes up a lot, and SEO is really obsessed about this type of stuff, which they probably shouldn't, but they do. John Mueller was also asked in a video about um, the UGC versus REL sponsored versus REL no follow. And John Mueller basically said they will try, I don't know if they are now, but they say Google's going to try to treat the no follow slightly different than they treat the UGC, slightly different than they treat the sponsored um, link attributes. Those link attributes are all technically supposed to be not followed, meaning not trusted by Google, but they mean different things. No follow means just don't follow it and don't trust the link. UGC means it's a user-generated content link and sponsor means it's a, it's a paid link and sponsor actually paid it. So they have different meanings and Google's gonna try to use those different meanings in their algorithm. Google said, um, this is interesting, inclusive languages. 
So Google said they are able to rank and understand inclusive languages, or they seem to think they can. Um, John Mueller was asked this by Michael Lewis, um, who basically said he saw an article that didn't use um, like him or she or the per- person's name, but, uh, but used like th- them or, or their um, or it. Um, those are like more inclusive ways of using language. And John Lewis asked, could Google rank that just as well as they could rank old content, not normal content. Uh, and and John was like, I'm not sure, but our algorithms do learn about content over time and probably will. But if you think about it in that context, John basically said that he thinks that content will rank fine. It's very interesting. You should definitely watch that if you are interested in writing in an inclusive way, which I guess everybody should be, but it's a hard habit to break and takes a lot of effort. So definitely keep it up. Um, John Mueller also said he doesn't like when people try to rank uh, Google's ranking algorithms or ranking factors. So if you have content, links, um, rank brain, those are the, remember the back in the old days, those are the top three, and the rank brain makes no sense to be a ranking factor. Any event, John Mueller says he dislikes when people try to actually rank how important Google's ranking factors are. Obviously, Core Web Vitals is a tiebreaker, HTTPS is a tiebreaker, um, inter- mobile interstitials, mobile friendliness, you name it. There's tons of different types of ranking factors, hundreds that Google uses. Why rank, why rank them? Because some might be more important for other websites and so forth. He said it's, he doesn't like when people do that. It's not really helpful. So don't rank Google's ranking result, uh, factors. Just a heads up, Google um, said that if you do email them, trying to trade links with them or trying to buy links, sell links, etc., Google may use that email, and they have used that email to go, to, go ahead and either expand their manual actions for a specific website or improve their algorithms. So don't, again, this happens time and time again. People have emailed Matt Cutts directly or John Mueller or Gary, people from Google who work directly in search, work with the spam team and say, can I buy links from you or can I sell you links? That's not a good idea and it's not smart. Also around that, if you do buy uh, links or you do get a manual action, an unnatural link manual action, disavowing may not be enough according to John Mueller. Um, Google said this many, many years ago, at least 10 years ago, saying that they want you to do more than just disavow. They want you to actually clean up your links, make an effort to clean up your mess. Um, and if you don't do that, you may not be get out of this manual action. Google added a new um, support for a item type under the structured data for product structure data. So now in product structure data for availability, Google has a new back order um, type available for you to use. So if the item is back ordered, you can now use that back order type for um, your product structure data. That's something that's brand new that was added there, so definitely keep a look at that. Uh, Google said that if you have a lot of unique um, templated content, and that templated content is above the fold on your website, on your piece of, on your page, you have to put something unique there, or else Google might not rank it as well. You need unique content. You need unique content at the, above the fold for Google to rank it well. They said, Footer usually has a lot of templated content, legalese, et cetera, et cetera. Um, of course, you have your site navigation, which again Google's pretty good at skipping over. But if you block a content at every single top of piece of page, of top of your page is templated, that might be an issue. You might want to go ahead and do something about that. Uh, Google has released new or updated video best practices guideline. They released it last March. They added to it this past week where they added more tips around adult-oriented content, uh, safe search-related content, and what to do with meta tags and how to define what your content is and how to maybe put it into a structure where it's like .com slash video slash adult and everything in adult goes into that file folder. This way Google separate the adult videos from the non-adult videos and rank um, just, uh, you know, make sure not to apply the safe search stuff to the non-adult stuff. 
Uh, Google Ads has released version 8.0 of the API. A lot of new features there, so take a look at it. Google announced this week that Google Partner Badges, if you have them now, you should be able to keep them until next February, February 2022, so that's good. Google is testing overlaying a magnifying glass on mobile as you scroll through the results. On the bottom right of that, you'll see a magnifying glass, which then um, basically gives you a way to search right there. You click on the magnifying glass and a search box comes up to refine your search. Um, this shocked me. Google last night started testing again, customized graphical headers based on your query. So if you search for spicy fries, Google will actually show you an image behind the, the actual search box with spicy fries images. Google tested this nine months ago. Um, it ran the test for like, like, I think 24 hours. Then people started to search for like nudity related stuff and nudity was coming up and Google took down that test. Um, I can't replicate any of this. Um, so we'll see if Google continues that test. I'm a little surprised to see it again. Google announced this week that the unconference, which they hosted last year, a virtual unconference where you just basically go and just chat with a bunch of people, like-minded people, um, is happening again. It's happening on June 21st. So they gave us like a week and a half notice. Um, you can apply now until June 14th to be part of that event. Um, as of last year, you would apply first come first serve and they would basically sell out right away. So they're gonna do some type of lottery to see who gets into that conference. Um, Google, I did two polls. One is, how many of you still call Google Search Console Google Webmaster Tools? And it's only 20%. So Google, six years ago, Google rebranded um, Search Console to Web, uh, sorry, Webmaster Tools to Search Console, and still 20% 20, 20 of you basically still call it uh, Webmaster Tools. Now, three years ago, Google rebranded Google AdWords to Google Ads, and that was only three years ago, and still about half of you guys still call it Google AdWords and do not call it Google Ads. Finally, um, last Friday, um, Moz was acquired by iContact, which is owned by J2 Global, um, the public company. Um, it's an interesting combination. Obviously, everything they wrote about it was very public, but it wasn't in typical Moz fashion, tag fee, where they just basically disclose everything. They did not disclose the financial details, which I assume means it wasn't the best of deals. Um, usually, if a VC-backed company uh, dis doesn't disclose their financial details, it means the VCs didn't do so well behind that. In any event, I do hope everybody involved in Moz did make out somewhat well. They're all happy. I hope Moz continues to be a great product. I hope uh, iContact and J2 Global basically continue to invest in the employees, invest in the product, invest in the uh, tool set because uh, Moz is a love company and we hope they continue to invest in our community and by building great tools and content. Um, in any event, thank you so much for listening to the Search Buzz video recap. My name again is Barry Schwartz, and this is the search news we covered over at the Search Engine Roundtable, seeroundtable.com over the past week. Again, today is June 11th, Friday. Um, thanks to SEMrush for sponsoring again. I appreciate it. Everyone have a great weekend, and I'll see you guys next. Goodbye.